Welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome to Tasmania. Yeehaw, it is official people. We love Tassie. Week one. <laughs> Day one. Day one, actually, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be here for the next seven weeks. Mm, uh, so good. This is incredible. We've even decided to start uh, a hashtag. We have. We are going to be using the hashtag dreaming of Tassie during our travels. And we just think, you know what? We were dreaming of Tassie for so many years and we finally took the plunge and decided to come down and spend a good amount of time here. If you are dreaming of Tassie, have been dreaming of Tassie, if you are not dreaming of Tassie, you should be <laughs> dreaming of Tassie. Right. It is amazing. Stunning, beautiful, breathtaking, spectacular. Epic, rugged. Uh, I mean, the adjectives. Superlatives. Go on and on. We love Tassie. Okay, so here we go. Week one, we wanted to do something that made us feel immediately that we were in Tasmania. So we headed straight for an ancient extinct volcano called the Nut. We did. We headed straight for Stanley on the northwest and we are circumnavigating the island of Tasmania in an anti-clockwise direction. So we basically drove off the ship of the Spirit of Tasmania in Devonport and we headed west, northwest. Straight to Stanley. And Stanley is this 1800s, 1850 established town mm. that still has all of these heritage listed oh, homesteads the houses. basically along the base of a volcano yes the core of an of an extinct volcano and what i love about stanley i mean i could take up the whole podcast about what i love about stanley but we didn't have a plan for day one when we arrived in tassie so we stopped after we got off the spirit we had some brekkie and we made a plan. Where do we want to go? And the one thing that Paul said to me was, I've got, I've got this picture in my head of what I think Tasmania will look like. And I, I want that. I want to see that. Stanley is all that and more. It is so stunning. The colour of the water there at the beach and the bay was absolutely beautiful. And then this nut, the volcano to top off the background was just incredible. And where we stayed, we basically looked out onto the nut. It was unbelievable. I know. We set up the caravan, pulled the awning out, pulled our chairs out. And, and <laughs> looked, looked up. up. It, I mean, it, it really is hard to explain in the podcast. The YouTube episode from this week, mm. I think, does sell it very well. Oh, it shows how spectacular the area is. I was able to is. collect some amazing footage, both on the GoPro and also on the drone. The area is bursting with wildlife. It is. And, in fact, I think we are going to experience that throughout our entire seven weeks in Tasmania. The wildlife is in abundance down here. And we've already seen so much of it. 
in Stanley. It was fantastic. One of our very first experiences was to take in the Stanley Seal Cruises. <gasps> the, so awesome. The interesting part about this is we were headed out to a little place called Seal Rocks. We were going to experience the first seals. On the way out there, you, you come around the back of the nut. The weather was perfect. It was pretty cool. It was icy. There was a really icy wind, but <laughs> we had cold. a beautiful blue sky day. We were rugged up. We're on this beautiful old boat called the Sylvia Sea. Around we went. We literally had got maybe 10 minutes off the, off the nut, and there were dolphins everywhere. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm such a wuss. As soon as I saw them, I just it just makes me want to cry. It just fills me with so much emotion. I mean, it's incredible to see these animals in their natural environment doing what they do and these dolphins were feeding they were fishing so they weren't necessarily coming over to say hi to us but they certainly came over to use the bow of the boat to streamline them on their fishing mission and it was amazing and they hung around for ages so that was just an extra bonus it's hard to tell how many were in that pod but five had come in and oh. then they just kind of shoot off. off and then the next ones would come in they'd come in you know upside down jumping move i mean it, it was, was amazing yeah and not in the brochure so that was you know, always yeah. a bonus when you get those kind of uh, value adds you know and so then the skipper alex turned the boat around and said let's check this out again because he said you know this is it happens, but it's it's not all the time. Mm. So let's go around. So we, we went around and, and let them bow right again and, you know, have fun and fish. And, mm. and while we all stood up the front at the bow and got to film and really enjoy this, you know, natural behaviour that was captured in that that oh, experience for us to, so to enjoy. spectacular. And I think it's worth just mentioning here that, um, you know, there are really strict requirements around wildlife, particularly on the ocean. What is so cool is that uh, dolphins, you know, they are inquisitive animals and so they do come to you. You know, there was no... We certainly didn't chase them. We just turned our boat around to, to be able to keep watching them and then they just kept doing their was, incredible thing yeah it was it was like that was just as, as fun, much fun as anything you know for them and so we continued on then out to seal rocks to see these beautiful fur seals and within oh gosh it felt like you know 15 meters you know the boat was up so close alex was able able to maneuver it right in reverse it in and because the sea was so calm, you know, you, you're looking at these beautiful... Hundreds. <laughs> seals. And, you know, Kate said there's big seals, fat seals, thin seals, little seals, baby seals, stinky seals. Stinky They were stinky seals, but we still love them. And the Australian fur seals are amazing creatures. They're beautiful creatures. There were literally hundreds of them, and the majority of them on this particular day at this particular time were sunbaking on the rocks, taking basking, in pretty much what we were doing, basking in that beautiful sun. It was incredible. We were so close. It felt like we could reach out and touch them. Watching Jasper <laughs> take this experience in was the best part of it all. Yeah, yeah, again, and 
you know, fortunately the, the GoPro was rolling when he f spotted his first seal and yelled out with all that joy, seals! Oh, Wasn't that cool? It just was a magical experience and it was an hour experience. I think we're out for maybe an hour and 15 minutes. So yep. a great experience for families, mm. particularly with smaller children you know who aren't up for a full day tour or a half day tour yeah this the the value you know what you got from this experience in such a short amount of time was yeah it's huge. definitely on the must-do list for us if you are visiting stanley mm -hmm. and coming back into the this really tiny little fisherman's port you know it's like something you see in a movie um they have on the wharf there a great little cafe set up and great food offering. They they do everything from, you know, what we had, like a, a hot Devonshire tea with scones and, and the whole fair. And then they also do full lunch as well. So mm. lovely people, lovely experience. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing as our sort of welcome to Tasmania experience. Yes. We, I just, I just want to say we, we were absolutely peaking we were so excited to be here and then to be i guess under the blue skies you know that come and go in tassie fairly quickly in fact we had people say to us before we left for our trip there are two seasons in tasmania february and winter <laughs> um and other people said to us you know expect four seasons in one day to arrive and have a number of days of picture-perfect blue mm. sky in Stanley in such an incredibly beautiful location, we were ready to pack up a move, to be honest. We we did. We, we fell in love. We straight away said, we could live here, let's move here, you know. And uh, With a little asterisk that says, except during winter time. Yeah, well, we'd, <laughs> we'd have to experience that, I think, to really, you'd, you'd want to experience the whole lot to to really have a fair judgment of it. Really? But yeah. You yeah, would want to experience so. the winter? Yeah. I think so. I think with the right gear. Look, I was here for a very few short days a very long time ago in September, and I remember it being cold, but I certainly don't remember it being... Unbearable. Unbearable. And yeah. maybe that's because I was on holidays. Who knows? But, yeah, okay, let's come back at winter. Done. <laughs> Moving on. So Stanley also has uh, an opportunity to take a chairlift, which to me felt quite old school because it's not like, I guess, a fully enclosed experience. It really is, you know, stand to the side, move in, the chairlift comes up like a ski chairlift, yeah. like something you'd experience, experience in a ski field, and then just drop the bar over your head and you're away up the mountain, you know, up the nut in this case. Mm -hmm. And so with Jasper held very tightly to your lap uh off we went straight up and up the nut and fantastic wow good were the views and oh it's incredible there's something really great about being in that kind of situation where it is so quiet mm. because there's no motor and you know the motor's down the, the bottom of the mountain so you, it it makes for an experience that i guess it would feel like if you're a bird it was very peaceful. Yeah. It's very, um, it's nice just to have that moment. And it really is only a moment because you, you're you up there fairly quickly. Yeah, in five, ten minutes. Five minutes. To look out on that view as you were travelling up the chairlift in that beautiful, still, 
I don't know. It's it's almost like a mini meditation. It's, you know, you get all of those benefits of that stillness. It's noticeably quiet. That's, yes. that's I think we both were like, wow. And I think even Jasper, I mean, he, he who never stops talking actually just stopped and took in the incredible beauty of the mm-hmm. area and the experience. And, I mean, like you say, Paul, once you get up the top, what they have done there as far as make this nut accessible to the people is fantastic. There are paths, a two-kilometre track of path right round the top of the nut with multiple lookouts. Yeah, on every aspect of the of the top of the nut, you can look out to the ocean, look down to Fisherman's, look down to Stanley Beach, look mm-hmm. over to the other bay on the other side where the penguins are. We found are. orange down there in the van park. Yeah. You know, it was just, it's really wonderful. And you don't have to take the chairlift either. You can... If you are up for it. Fit enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> walk, maybe if you don't have a three-year-old with you, walk up and down the nut um, on the the path that they have put there. So it, it really is a fantastic mm. experience that you can do for free or a very minimal cost if you do decide to do the chairlift. And something else very cool in that local area uh, of Stanley on the beach there is that a couple of the local kids that, had made friends with Jasper, said, do you know you can drive your four-wheel drive on the oh, beach here? yes. And I'm like, oh, do you need a permit or, you know, what's the gun? They're like, no, you don't. And because of the, I guess, that very slow rake of the landscape on the beachfront and these kind of sweeping long tides that come in and out, you have, oh, I'd go as far to say maybe 100, 120 metres of beach width for kilometres. Of hard sand. Of hard sand. Yeah. So, so, I mean, we'd change anything. We didn't put it into low, high, four-wheel drive, nothing. We just drove straight down onto the beach and went for a drive and Jasper played in the sand. And mm. it, again, was a blue sky, you know, bluebird day. day. Threw the drone up. Uh, it was just spectacular. And another great uh, moment to experience the nut from a little bit of a distance, but to give you these these images that you you know that really just will remain with us. So it just it was it was just a magic place, wasn't it? It absolutely was. And and speaking of that, that different perspective, the the different times of the day, and as the sun was setting, or very early in the morning, the the colour of the nut changed with the sky as well. So we saw it a wash with this golden hue from the sunset and then a very yeah, sort of deep purple, purple colour, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, early in the morning. So just in, just incredible. Can you tell we love Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> so let's move from Stanley. We we had another opportunity that came up uh, with a wonderful lady named Laura who owns and operates Wool North Tours. Wool North is a privately owned area on the very northwestern point of Tasmania's mainland. Uh, it has been famous uh, over the years for running sheep. Mm. In fact, they had 65,000 sheep there over, um, over at any one time. And wow. uh, they realised after <laughs> a hell of a long time, sheep aren't the best stock animal to be actually managed, trying to manage in Tassie because of the cold and the wet and shearing mm-hmm. sheep in that condition is just, would be horrible. And stinky. Uh, but they kept at it, kept at it, and they finally, you know, threw, threw it in. It is now, however, the largest 
dairy producer in Australia, and yes. in fact in Australasia. They have 31,000 milking cows in the herd. It's incredible, isn't it? And then the other part of this story is that they also have a massive wind farm. Oh, talk about two totally different experiences wrapped up in one fantastic tour and Laura's knowledge of the area and of the history of the area was incredible and the wind farm itself to get so close to those massive turbines mm. the uh, the actual blades on each of those uh, turbines there's three on on each of them are 32 meters in length or the same length as the wing of a 747 aeroplane. Incredible. <laughs> and massive. we should say that this particular area, Wool North, and it is also famously known as Cape Grim, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but this area is renowned for being probably one of the windiest places on the planet. The roaring 40s winds come in off the coast there and on any given day you can go there and pretty much fly in the wind yeah so we were expecting this incredibly rugged windy experience tassie turned it on for us it was a, again a beautiful blue sky day with not a breath of air interestingly it started off a little bit gray and cloudy and there was this kind of you know really low level kind of breeze and it fined up during the two hour tour to where it was blue and not a breath of the wind air. turbines were not turning <laughs> everything was still at all it was incredible <laughs> oh, that and was funny i guess the really special part of this part of the world aside from cape grim which was famously named by Matthew Flinders because the rock itself that is named Cape Grim looks like, in his words, a Neanderthal man rising angrily from the water. And do you know what? If you were in that water, I reckon you'd have that look on your face that <laughs> Matthew Flinders saw in the rock. But it is also famous for having the cleanest air in the world so we went specifically to breathe in the cleanest air in the world that was definitely a a huge hook for us to be able to go there experience that find out how this claim you know has been proven mm. scientifically and it's because it has the longest distance between the next continent landmass anywhere on earth between tasmania and South America mm. and so they actually have a uh, weather station there that is run by multiple countries around the world and they sample air at uh, I think it's eight or ten different sp uh, places around the world to determine where the air is at its best but mm -hmm. also to help them uh, look back at the weather patterns and the pollution levels mm -hmm. and so this station there uh, is still and has been for a long time recording the cleanest air in the world so we did we stood there we for 15 minutes in. and mm -hmm. breathed it in and enjoyed it and took some incredible photos and footage again and 
is a spectacular place. I mean, mm. it would be great to go back and see it in its most rugged form. Yeah, well, it's going to blow you basically off your feet. Literally. Well, I was a little bit worried going up there thinking how I'm going to have to hold on to Jasper mm. for the tour, but it was absolutely spectacular and so wonderful to see it on such an incredibly beautiful day. And some incredible connections to, to country, the Indigenous people, mm. the storytelling that Laura shared, uh, which we won't share here, but uh, maybe it would encourage you to, to actually go and experience this for yourself, was amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, in, in, incredible, some incredible uh, tragic stories. Mm. Uh, but also, yeah, some incredible history to really learn about and, you know, hopefully you, you gain a better understanding of, of your place and, and part in it all. So we thoroughly enjoyed mm. it and would recommend um, Laura as a, as a tour guide with all that, as you mentioned, her knowledge that has been handed down from her mum mm. because her mum previously was the owner for many years of this, this tour and now Laura's taken over the business. Uh, wonderful. Really, really wonderful. Okay, so where to next? We're heading down via a little place called Waratah to Queenstown and Strawn to experience the Western Wilds. That's right. It is time to head further south uh, along the west coast of Tassie. And I don't know, this region, oh, epic, rugged. We're using all the big words again. I don't know how many times we have referred to things looking like it could be Alaska or Canada. <laughs> you yeah. know, you really have to come to see it and believe it for yourself. But absolutely beautiful. Waterfalls are plenty. National parks. More mountain peaks and... Yeah, I think it's the most, uh, or, or now one of the most mountainous islands. Tasmania, yes, in the world. In the world. Yeah. It is, and uh, you can pretty much, you know, stand in any direction and be looking at something incredible. So we are super excited to head mm. southwest. So again, if you would love to view some of this footage, head to our YouTube channel, The Feel Good Family, where we release a weekly episode every Sunday night at 6.30pm. And we'd love you to connect with us on our other social media channels. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and also on our website, all the W's dot thefeelgoodfamily.com.au. And a genuine thank you again for listening, being a part of our journey. Uh, if you do love it, please do share it with your friends. Remember to dream big. Look after your family.